What's up? What's going on, you guys? Guess what? Today is episode number 600 of The Shaleen Show. I'm so excited. You know what I'm really excited about? Not that it's episode 600. I mean, it's a number, right? But the number that means so much to me is we just hit 5,000 love letters. I mean, 5,000 reviews. That's what it feels like. They're not all love letters. Let's just be frank. But most of them are so meaningful because you're giving me feedback about a specific show. Like I love it when you say, I love The Shaleen Show because blah, 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 blah. Those are really cool. But my favorite, my absolute favorite reviews that I read are when it's about a specific show. Like this one specifically helped me and here's why. So I just want to say thank you. I know some of you have written more than one. It, it takes a few minutes. It's not easy. It's kind of funky to figure out where to find the uh, place that you review on the app. You actually have to scroll all the way down. You'll see there's like, it'll say five stars and it says write a review. You just tap that and, and you write your review. And it just, it means a lot because you're busy and that you do that means the world to me. We just hit 5,000 reviews. If yours is one of those, just know how much I value and appreciate that. And, and it's crazy to me because I've, I've read all 5,000, of course, over the course of time. But, you know, they come in each week and it means a lot. So thanks for doing that. If you do one today, let me know specifically which episode has helped you the most. Today on the show, we're talking about tips and techniques to help you cope with anxiety. Well, first, let's break it down. What is anxiety? And I think the reason why we should do this is because you might wonder if, in fact, your worry or the feelings that you're having, if those are, in fact, anxiety. Well, anxiety is, in fact, a feeling. It's a feeling of worry, of nervousness or dread, and it, it's not comfortable, but it's natural. It can even be very productive. It's your brain signaling you that something isn't quite right. And anxiety is natural because its an intent, its purpose, is to help us avoid danger. It's to help us make meaningful, important, safe choices. But when it's persistent, when it's pervasive, when it feels like it's taking over your daily life, whether that's at school or when you're with friends or with family, when you can't think, that is what often is known as general anxiety disorder. And get this, nearly one third of American adults in the U.S. struggle with anxiety at some point in their lives, according to the National Institute of Health. Generalized anxiety is something we've talked about on the show before with Dr. Michaela, but it's a chronic state of severe worry. And I think that's the distinguishing word, severe worry and tension without provocation. So one of the biggest differentiators between general worry, like everyone worries about something at some point, and generalized anxiety disorder is if you're a worrier, there's usually like one particular thing that makes you worry, whether it's your kid's safety or how people perceive you in public situations. But when you have generalized anxiety disorder, it just pops up for no reason. It's, it's not predictable. And within a few minutes of feeling anxiety, it, it can peak where your thoughts become obsessive. And then you have to carry out compulsions such as turning a light switch on and off or double checking to see if your door is shut or spending hours researching something on Google because you heard a story on the news and now you're certain that you also have that diagnosis. It's also very common for people who have post-traumatic stress disorder. Anxiety can often spiral into depression. 
and both depression and anxiety share a genetic archetype. The good news is anxiety can be treated successfully, so you don't have to suffer needlessly with generalized anxiety. Now, there's lots of different ways and lots of different theories about treating anxiety, but it is treatable. You can recover from this. You can cope with this. And more importantly, you're not alone. Before I go much further, if you think you're struggling with depression, suicidal thoughts, or anxiety has just become so overwhelming that it's hard for you to feel like you are yourself. It's hard for you to live your life. It's hard for you to be happier who you once were. I'm begging you to consider seeking professional assistance because what I'm going to be offering you here today are tips. These are things that you can do yourself. But ultimately, if you've tried all of these things and you are struggling, you're hurting, I want to urge you to seek professional help. Like, why wouldn't you? As I always say, if you had a toothache, you wouldn't try to wish it away or try to fix it yourself. You go to professional and put yourself out of pain. Many people find relief through hypnosis, cognitive therapy, changing your diet, supplementation, and I think as a last case resort, medication. And there should be no shame around seeking medication as a possible intervention. But as you've heard on the show, we've had Dr. Amon on and other experts who talk about some of the risks associated with treating depression and anxiety through medication. And while I do believe it saves lives, I also would love for you to try every non-medical or non-prescriptive solution first, assuming, of course, that you're in a place that you can do that. I think if you've slipped into a state where it is completely all-encompassing and you're having a difficult time functioning and you've slipped into a deep depression, seek the assistance of a professional. So let's start with some of the good news. First of all, anxiety, as I said, is, is very normal, but it's also the sign of a very strong and healthy brain. It's a brain that thinks that there's trouble at the moment and it's instantly responding. It's trying to make you stronger. It's trying to make you faster. It's trying to give you a quicker response. It's, it's a very powerful alert and it is an alert that's there with the intent to take care of you. It, it's a good thing. And like any good thing, sometimes too much of a good thing is just simply too much. When your brain is oversensitive to threat, it can put you on high alert when there's no need to be on high alert. And that's when anxiety becomes intrusive. That's when, that's when it's hard to live with anxiety. That's when it's hard to sleep. That's when it's hard to perform your normal functions and, and to be present in everyday situations. It's, it's meant to be a gentle security, if you will, like almost like a security guard for your life. But when it's jumping in the line of fire, but there's no fire, it can be disruptive, right? But why is anxiety so freaking powerful? And why is it so many people, when they start to experience anxiety, it feels like it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger? Well, that's the catch-22. Anxiety's there, yes, to keep us safe. But the problem is these signals aren't always accurate. And yes, anxiety is instinctive and it's automatic. But it's a practice that has been part of our human nature for thousands of years. We were meant to have anxiety, but we weren't meant to have as many, I guess you would say, common forms of an anxiety-inducing things in our lives. Like, for example, your phone. Your phone is perhaps the most 
anxiety-inducing device. Like if an evil scientist were to invent something that would induce anxiety, it would be your smartphone with all of the alerts, with all of the triggers, with all of the notifications, with all of the input and demands and information. It's complete overload on our system. So my very first tip for you is if you're experiencing anxiety, first of all, get off of social media. I mean, frankly, if you hate feeling anxiety on a regular basis, what purpose is social media serving for you in your life? And you might say to me, well, Shalene, are you joking? You've had so many episodes on your different podcasts, whether it's Build Your Tribe or The Shalene Show, telling us how to spend more time in social media or how to use social media for our business. Or maybe you're saying, I have to use social media for my business. That may be true, but how you use it is completely up to you. I use social media every single day but I'm very careful not to use it in the way that provokes anxiety. I don't look at other people's accounts. You've heard me say it many times. There's about five people, maybe 10 max who I look at, and they're not anxiety-inducing people. It's my friends and my family members, and it's a few random people who I don't know in real life, but their content makes me feel calm, confident, happy, inspired. And anyone who doesn't make me feel that, even if it's just a twinge, even even if it's not intentional, I don't follow them because it's up to me to guard that side of myself. And if, if I'm constantly feeling on high alert or overthinking, then I'm not taking care of me. So anyone who you're following or any account that you're following, it might not be a person, that makes you feel or overthink things, you got to unfollow them. But again, the good news is anxiety is the sign of a very strong mind. So if a strong mind can provoke anxiety, an equally strong mind can equally have the power to calm the mind. So I'm going to share some tips with you. Many of these are from your recommendations. Others are recommendations that I've found online and speaking with experts such as Dr. Daniel Amen, Dr. Michaela Sarno. And finally, I am delighted to share with you some tips and recommendations from people in my personal life who have been able to overcome generalized anxiety. But before I go much further, remember that each one of these is going to take practice. Each one of these needs some time to see how it feels. And if you try to do all these things at once, you'll probably produce more anxiety. So pick one or two that when you hear the recommendation, you think, hmm, that might work. If you try to pick one that you're like, there's no way that'll work, but I'll do it anyways, you're already setting yourself up for failure. So of these tips, I'm going to encourage you to just take some notes. And if one sounds like, yeah, you know what? I could try that. That one, I bet it works. And I could try that. Try one at a time, two at a time. And if it doesn't work, try another one. And if it does work, add one more on top of it because the stronger you are, the more resolve you have and the more tools you have to take control of anxiety, the more calm and in control you're going to be. We'll get to that in just a moment. But before we do, I want to take a moment to say thank you to our show sponsors. Today, we are sponsored by Third Love Bras. You guys know that I love my Third Love Bras. I love them because they actually, it it makes sense. They offer 80 different sizes. That means even half cup sizes. I don't know why it took us so long to figure out that we need half cup sizes. 
and it's very easy to find your size. You just take a Fit Finder quiz, answer a few questions, and believe it or not, just by answering those questions, you'll find your perfect fit in less than 60 seconds. Over 15 million women have done so before you, so you know you're in good hands. They're super comfortable. They, they just fit the right way, and they stand behind that promise. So if you don't love the way your bra fits, you can send it back, and it's really cool because Third Love donates those bras that maybe it didn't fit just quite right. And so far, they've donated over $20 million in bras. That's insane. I love my third love bra, and they know that you're going to find one too. They're, they know you're going to find the bra that fits you perfectly. So right now, they are giving listeners of The Shaleen Show 10% off your first order. Just go to thirdlove.com forward slash Shaleen now and take a little quiz, and you will find your perfect fitting bra in less than 60 seconds and receive 10% off. That's thirdlove.com forward slash Shaleen for 10% off. I have quite a few third love bras, so it's hard for me to tell you which one is my favorite. It's pretty much the only bra that I wear, unless it's a fitness bra that I'm wearing. And half the time, I wear my third love bras to work out in because they're so freaking comfortable. But my favorite, I would have to say, the one I'm living in at the moment is the classic t-shirt bra. I have it in black. I have it in nude. You'll love it. All right. Remember, thirdlove.com forward slash Shaleen. I also want to thank Organifi. Organifi is offering Shaleen Show listeners 15% off all their products. I'm really excited to introduce Organifi as a show sponsor because you've heard me talk about Organifi many times before they became a show sponsor. I've talked about how I take Organifi Gold in the evening. It's kind of like a version of, for me, it's a sweet treat that I do in the evenings instead of snacking on chocolate or chips or anything else. But I, I need something sweet at night. And this also helps with sleep. It's this creamy, delicious, superfood tea, I guess you would say. And even though it's made out of medicinal mushrooms, don't worry, they aren't those kind of mushrooms. It's made out of a mushroom concoction, superfoods and herbs, and it does help induce deep sleep almost instantly. It's 100% USDA certified organic. There's less than one gram of sugar. That's amazing. And it tastes delicious. It tastes kind of like an earthy hot chocolate. Of course, I had a little bit of stevia because I have a major sweet tooth. But like my sister just tried it and she was like, I think it's already sweet. It doesn't need that. Here's some of the highlights you need to know about Organifi Gold. Actually, you know what? I I don't need to tell you to just drink gold. That's my favorite nighttime drink. But I also, I take a lot of their products. If you follow me in social media, you know that I take Organifi Pure and Organifi Immunity. Those are two powders. They come in these little packs. And I've been doing that instead of my lemon ginger water. Now, trust me, I love lemon ginger water and that recipe is amazing, but sometimes it's a pain in the butt to make it yourself all the time. So instead, I get all of those same benefits once I found a company that actually certifies that everything they use is 100% organic. So go check it out. They've got a ton of different products, including a new Organifi Gold Pumpkin Spice, which is a limited edition for the fall. You get 15% off. So go to Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen and use the code Shaleen. That'll give you your 15% off. Again, it is Organifi. And I'm going to spell this because people get it wrong. O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen. There is no why. Remember that Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen for your 15% off. Try it. You'll love it. All right, back to the show. So let's get to those tips. Believe it or not, some of the most effective ways to deal with anxiety is simply by breathing. 
which might not be helpful when you feel overwhelmed by anxiety. Just the thought of breathing, obviously that's a natural instinct is to breathe. So by that, I mean doing very intentional breath work, Wim Hof breathing, counting to four as you inhale, slowly counting to four or to eight as you exhale. If you're experiencing an anxiety attack or you fear that an anxiety attack is coming on, one therapist suggested holding on to ice cubes, holding one ice cube in each hand, focusing on the feeling, focusing on the discomfort of holding something so cold, as opposed to focusing on the discomfort of feeling anxiety. And believe it or not, this is one of the things that teens are often doing when they're cutting. They're trying to feel something other than the anxiety. And by the way, if you have a teen or if you yourself are experimenting with or struggling with cutting or self-harm of any kind, that's a true sign. You need to seek the help of a professional. Again, there should be no shame in this. You're just trying to find a way to cope. And I want you to know that there's a professional out there that can help you find a much healthier way to cope. But in the meantime, grab two ice cubes. All right, this next one comes from my daughter, Sierra, and it was a tip given to her when she was suffering from pretty serious anxiety just about a month ago, and it started creeping up and getting worse and worse, and someone suggested to her that she cut out caffeine. Now, this girl didn't think she could cut out caffeine, but you know what? She realized she was having like four iced coffees a day and couldn't sleep, and her anxiety was out of control. So she thought, I I don't think this has anything to do with the caffeine. She cut out the coffee just to see if, in fact, that was it. (laughs) And she said it was like snapping your fingers. Within a day or so, the anxiety was almost nothing. That and a combination of talking to her therapist. So I think you need to get in the habit of this. Whenever you notice something is off, instead of avoiding it or just thinking about it, go do something about it and talk to a therapist. And so Sierra's pretty good at doing that. I think that's a family trait we all feel very confident about working with therapists as opposed to struggling. That, cutting back on her coffee, and she was like, wow, wow, what a difference. I I don't know how much of that was induced just by the caffeine that I was drinking, but listen, it certainly wouldn't hurt to cut back. I'm not saying you have to cut it out completely, but try cutting it back. Next, I know it can be really hard to get yourself to do things when you feel like you're debilitated with thoughts of anxiety, but it's really important to keep yourself busy. Because the more active your mind has to be on focusing on something else other than the anxiety, the lower the anxiety gets. Create a routine for yourself. Start a new project. Give yourself a deadline. Meditation. I know you've heard it before. And if you're one of those people that has said, it's just not for me. If you're struggling with anxiety and it's debilitating, why would you not at least try it? Now, here's what I want you to do. Go to Spotify because maybe this is the reason why you haven't tried it. You didn't know what to do to meditate or maybe you don't know if you're good at it or maybe when you try to meditate, it just makes your thoughts even more compulsive. If that's you, start off by doing a guided meditation and there are specific meditations, guided meditations around reducing anxiety. I love those. There's a couple on Spotify. Actually, there's hundreds and hundreds on Spotify. So if the first one you don't love listen and try to find another one. I use an app called Relax Melodies and it's got so many great guided meditations, all different links, like a guided meditation for anxiety before bed, 
just a general guided meditation around anxiety. Tons of those. I love that app. Give it a try. Again, think about doing a guided meditation. They may sound very simple, but just counting 10 things around you, right? So, and and then naming them. So if you feel anxiety starting to creep up, just stop yourself and look around the room. You can do this right now, wherever you are, whatever space you're in. Just notice and and keep track. Okay, that's number one, a treadmill. Number two, a set of weights. Number three, my headphones. Like just name 10 things and notice if you start to feel a little bit calmer and now find 10 more things or name 10 smells or senses that you can take in. Like, okay, number one, it's, I'm kind of warm. Number two, I can hear the motor of the treadmill. Like just creating some type of distraction where your brain is focusing on anything other than what's giving you anxiety. If a lot of your anxiety stems around your need to control outcomes, right? You're a bit of a control freak, which is a very common trait with people who suffer from anxiety. Well, then I think this sounds very simple, but just reminding yourself of what things you're actually in control of and what things God's in control of, that there's nothing you can do about it. Create your own series of anti-anxiety affirmations. Now, I've thought about doing a, a moving meditation for you to help with anxiety. So if that's something you would like, send me an Instagram DM and let me know that. You know, take a screenshot of this episode and say, I'd love a, you know, a guided meditation or a, a walking meditation as I like to call them. But in the meantime, I'd love for you to create your own. So think about the phrases right now while you're not having anxiety. Uh, think about the phrases that help you because there are certain phrases that may be helpful to you, but they aren't helpful to others. For example, telling someone when they're in the middle of an anxiety attack, just breathe, just breathe. That's that's not helpful. Or suggesting to someone who has anxiety, like, wh- stop worrying. Everything's going to be fine. It's just not that simple. So you know what phrases actually help you and what ones don't. Maybe just reminding yourself something simple like, I'm okay. I will get through this. I always get through this. Nothing is happening. This is just my mind. Almost acknowledging the anxiety, like saying, oh, hey there, anxiety, what's going on? Oh, it's you again. Oh, that's right. Whenever you show up, it's a little uncomfortable, but eventually you go away. I don't know what those affirmations need to be for you, but it's helpful to have them and to create that list and then store them on your phone. It may be helpful for you to just sit and pray. And if you're not great at that, but you'd like to try it, my favorite app for prayer is the Church Home app. So it's spelled C-H-U-R-C-H-O-M-E. Church Home is my favorite app for daily devotionals. I also, I just love the, um, the pastors at Church Home, including Judah Smith, but they're all really great. So consider that. But there's lots of different apps that you can look into for guided prayer and daily devotionals. Psychology Today recommends practicing focusing on the direct experience. And so here's what they mean by that. Our minds make up stories about who we are. They tell us things about our safety or our lovability. And all of these stories are not accurate, right? Sometimes our minds are biased Maybe they're biased because of a past experience or a past trauma. But what you want to do with this practice is ask yourself in this present moment, 
what is actually happening and what is it that I'm just worried about happening. And notice that there's a big difference. They're not the same thing, even though your mind might treat them the same. Learning to identify that what you're thinking about is what might happen versus what is actually happening can bring you back into the present. Dr. Daniel Amen recommends getting up and moving head-to-head in studies regarding depression and anxiety. Exercise was nearly as effective at treating and intervening with anxiety and depression as medication. So even though in that moment, it's really hard to just get up and move, I'm not saying you've got to do a seriously intense workout. I'm just saying move, get outside in nature. Oh, wow. What a powerful combination when you combine movement and nature. It's it's almost impossible to feel anxiety. I guarantee you this. I can almost guarantee you this. It will definitely decrease if you can just get outside and get moving. When you're stuck in a loop and your brain keeps repeating the same thing over and over again, you've got to break that. And one of the easiest ways to do that is just by getting up and moving, just doing some type of activity. Because when you sit back down, you may have a completely different perspective. Next is CBD. You've heard me talk about the impact of CBD on the brain and on the central nervous system before. And obviously, this is an overactive brain. It gets overstimulated when we're having anxiety. So many people use CBD as a a natural alternative to calming the central nervous system. So if you haven't tried CBD, uh, I recommend that. Of course, my favorite brand is My Soul CBD. I believe you guys get a discount. In fact, I know you do when you go to mysoulcbd.com. Enter the code LIFER. I would recommend doing the chill. They have a, a capsule called chill. Those are great for calming you, for calming anxiety. Also at night, I take the dream capsules. And if you're not someone who likes to take pills, you prefer gummies. They've got, uh, they're really quite delicious. They've got delicious flavored CBD gummies. And the reason why I like my soul CBD is because they are triple lab tested. It's 100% organic and there's no THC. So you don't get any of that, you know, hallucinogenic effect that people are worried about when they take uh, THC. So that's another safe bet for you to give that a try. Lastly is to journal. Remember anxiety, the one of the easiest ways to get ourselves out of anxiety, or I shouldn't say easiest, one of the most effective ways to pull ourselves out of an anxiety attack is by bringing us back into the present to distract our mind from those obsessive thoughts. And one way to do that is by journaling. I prefer you take pen to paper and do this physically. Use a push journal. Use just a legal pad. Whatever it is, grab a pen, grab a pencil, and just start writing down some of your thoughts or journaling about something else. This, the moment you distract yourself and bring yourself back to the present, you will feel your body start to relax, to feel calm. And journaling can also be done on your phone. And lastly, one of the worst things you can do if you have anxiety is to focus on the fact that you have anxiety. Remember, what we focus on, we experience more of. So if you're constantly telling people you have anxiety, if you're constantly identifying yourself as someone who has general anxiety disorder, well, guess what you're going to get more of? More anxiety. I've noticed this with my own daughter. When she starts talking about the fact that she has anxiety or she's experiencing anxiety, she gets more and more anxiety. It makes her more anxious. Are you doing that? 
The same is true of my friends, my friends who suffer from anxiety. When they talk about it a lot, it induces more anxiety. When they worry that they're going to have an anxiety attack, it induces anxiety. So what if instead of focusing on the fact that you have anxiety, why don't you start focusing on the fact that you have control? Focusing on the fact that you have these tools. Focusing on all the time you have each day where you don't feel anxiety. Notice that. Even if it's two hours, then at the end of the day, say, you know what? I, there were two hours today where I did not have anxiety. I slept through the night. There were eight hours that I had zero anxiety. Focus on that which you want to have more of. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I love you. I mean it. I'm so incredibly grateful for the fact that we're at episode number 600, that there are 5,000 reviews. And thank you if one of those was yours. I, I love you for that. I know it takes time. I know it's kind of funky to figure out on whatever app you're listening to, but it's really meaningful to me. I read them every single day when I started an episode. I, it's the first thing I do. So it really means a lot to me. I appreciate you sharing the show with others too. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Love you. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.